Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Rakari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. That's right. We're already talking about next year. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you, so visit gcxevent.com slash tickets to book now. As the seasons change, so do our selections. The seasonal selections from King's Coast Coffee Company are custom roast sourced and selected to pair with the changing of the seasons. We take the time to source and pair up coffees that reflect the current season and are roasted to highlight tasting notes that pair with the season on hand. Here for a while, then making way into the next, this is a great roast to try on its own or make any coffee subscriber happy. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the 22nd episode of Coffee and Chell. I am your host, Queso Paguni. I am joined by No Sleeves 12. And we typically go what's happening in the life of Queso Paguni, but No Sleeves. I feel like it's been an interesting week for you. What's been going on? I mean, dude, it's been a couple of days, eh? I guess this is why you, yeah, yeah, I think I need to spend uh, the majority of the time here as, uh, yeah, definitely. Like you typically do, but yeah. I mean, yeah, it's true. (laughs) I mean, yeah, more, more so. So, I mean, we had some changes in our game and people were not thrilled with only me. So I think we need to take some time and just finally put this story to bed. So, uh, all right, let's jump into it. So last Wednesday, was it Wednesday? I think it was yeah Wednesday. it was last wednesday yeah All right. yeah last wednesday uh <clears throat> black wednesday like, <laughs> you know I mean? like so the ap changes happened and uh yeah we uh we had been discussed by ea that they wanted to make some changes and they changed a lot of the aa prices and it obviously uh was a big change to the game in terms of like you know who, all sorts of cards, a lot of their values were changed, and um, a lot of people were not thrilled about it, specifically players that are free to play, which I totally understand. And I took all of the heat, uh, which is fine. I mean, I think that I've said this on stream a bunch of times that, um, you know, I want to be a spotlight. You know, I, I think that, you know, if you're, you want to be a full time content creator, you obviously want to be in the spotlight. So sometimes you got to take the bad with the good. And I definitely took the bad uh, because uh, no help for me, eh? No, uh, no real help from anyone else. I just sat there for a day, and whether it be Reddit or Facebook, it was just all no sleeves. Um, and I think I just want to talk about some of the quick, some of the quick points that I just want to uh, kind of again like put this issue to bed. Um, first, let's start with the process, my man, because you were yeah. involved in it, um, and I just want to make everyone clear about how it happened because everyone just assumes that I have total control over EA NHL. Yeah, and I was a co-conspirator for yeah, sure. I wish, uh, honestly, uh, I wish I had that much power over EA because I'd hopefully make a better game. Um, but that being said, EA approached us and said that they want to make uh, some balancing. They want to balance the game in terms of you know the AP abilities, and they want to do it early enough so that it's not just throwing it in at the end of the year. 
um and obviously that does impact some players um you know the free-to-play guys that don't you know they've got to really be careful with who they invest in and um we all said okay you're they so they wanted our feedback it wasn't like we went to them and said hey you need to balance the game ea came to us and said we want to you know we want your feedback we we are going to make here's a list of all of the changes and you use the list in your video actually um with what they want to make the changes to um in terms of the ap balance so all of us all of the game changers that were uh, on the meeting we gave our feedback and we left the call um you know all in agreement that this is you know uh, the appropriate balancing for the game if you remove yes. the aspect of them changing it and not communicating and i think this goes back to what we say all the time the communication with ea when it comes to hockey ultimate team is just completely gone it is not there um it is something that needs to be addressed and i just again it kind of goes back to something that we always say that it's just not hut does this not seem important to ea nhl and okay that's the case um they needed to make sure that the community was aware we were they were going to make adjustments and then what ended up happening was uh just a a flurry of horrible coincidences um in terms of my channel and, and just me personally so i just want to address those real quick because again um you know i'm not going to please everybody and i don't want to please everyone because you know it is what it is and everyone's going to have a lot of different opinions but um so about a few days prior um i made a video about my top five changes and ap changes that i would like that i would i would i would make to balance the game and they were uh bringing down one t to eight um another one was um stick or um uh, uh stick them up shut down shut down sorry what am i calling stick on yeah. shut i know it's the new meta no <laughs> so shut down <laughs> shut down up to six um and the big one was post to post and in that video i actually said it should be 10 um but yeah. ea did not listen even though i am the puppet master uh they did not listen and um you know they made it obviously uh they made those adjustments and brought post to post up to eight so here's the issue i make this video and i think that's something that you guys have got to remember there is not a lot of content in this game it is very difficult for me to make a video every single day about this game that um you get to a point where you've just got to kind of make up your own stuff so i decided to make you know ap changes were being discussed in you know on social media and um on twitch a lot and it was something and that we had putting... like literally yeah. this was a topic on here probably yeah. five times because it's like how do you have a podcast every single week about ea sports exactly NHL? and like we had you had asked me if you you know wanted new ap cost for this yeah. ability what would it be we've had this discussion a lot exactly so i have that and i, I make a video um nothing to do with the changes that we're gonna we're gonna gonna come we hadn't even had the talk yet and um you know that comes out right and then unfortunately in my stream um they make the changes and i go oh they listen to me about the shutdown being six and i think that's what really set a lot of people off because again from an outsider point of view that makes them look like i'm the one that said six when in reality we all agreed that six is the appropriate price in our opinion not obviously in a perfect world we would get a beta in hut and we would be yeah. able to test it. MLB got a beta to test their game, Diamond Dynasty. We would get a beta to test. The problem is they release X factors and abilities, and then we have no idea what is going to be the meta. You don't usually don't find that out for a couple weeks. But with no beta, we have no idea. So they release all these X factors and, and all the ability costs. And some of them were just ridiculous. And obviously, they waited too long to do the balancing. Um, I do need to state this. There were numbers backing up the amount of usage of these X factors um you know so they definitely saw the there was yeah there was, i was actually surprised by the data they had it was it was pretty interesting um and like so shutdown was i think it was something like 37 percent 
um, of yeah. players have that activated, like on cards that have it available. Like yeah. it, it was, it was staggering. Anyways, it, it was, it made sense. If you, if you say, hey, let's start the year over again. The changes that were made, I think we're in agreement that are pretty set across the board because now you have to make some decisions. It's not so. Yeah, but I, I so I think all the changes were good, right? Um, some could have gone I even think, more, in my opinion. Yeah. So whenever they uh, whenever they came to us and were like, hey, we're we want to put this in the game like in a week, like we had like a week notice, but we didn't see the abilities or the changes like that week before. But like, hey, we're thinking about putting it in the next week. Um, I went back to look at the the hut, um, like the blog post whenever the game came out. And my thinking was that there was something in there saying like, hey, these ability points might change throughout the year. There wasn't. It was just that the AP may be raised. So I kind of like wish going back that maybe there was that wording in that initial thing like, hey, these might be adjusted as the year goes on. I thought it was assumed. I thought it was assumed from the consumer like, hey, you know, there might be some balancing at some point as we've seen with other things. But I don't know. I think that, okay, so now, uh, you know, that comes out and, and everything. I'm going to give you my background on this now because I have never had anything like that happen to me before. Guys, I know that, you know, the people and the, the haters uh, think that I have this giant ego. I really don't feel that I still have this spotlight, but clearly I do, um, obviously, after what happened because I got about 40 threads um, calling me garbage, that I'm trash, that I'm ruining the entire game for everyone. Uh, somebody commented that we should all unsubscribe from his YouTube channel and that they hope my wife has a good job because his career is over. Um, it just, it was blasphemy that, um, you know, I got... Not so much that I got that much hate because, again, when you line up everything, it does look like I was, you know, pulling the strings. And, again, this is just a bad string of coincidences. Um, and I had no way to defend myself and, and explain to everyone so i made a thread man that i don't know if you saw this i made a thread that was like if you have if you want to talk some if you want to talk some smack or you have an issue with me you post it in here and i will reply to everyone i must have replied to like 150 comments i think by the end of it, it had over 300 um yeah. so i tried to reply to every single one that it was obviously people were upset and and like i said it's not like we were fighting that you need to balance the game now they came to us and said we are going to make a balancing here are what we are here is here is the list that we're going to go with what do you guys think? And all the game changers, when we left the call, we're like, this is what we're going to do. Okay. And, uh, you know, uh, this just goes back to they need to communicate. And what was even worse is the entire day and night, man, it was only me. Like, it was only me getting the, the flaming, you know? So um, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't um, speak ill of anyone else. I, you know, EA didn't come and say, hey, this didn't happen. Or, you know, this isn't this isn't right. Or I think Clappy eventually made a statement the next day or something like that. But it was rough. And then it just, I, it would just spawn all these other threads. And EA Hawk stepped in, I think, in one of the threads. A little bit, yeah. something, yeah. It but. is, I'd never seen it like that. And I had, no, I had no preparation for it. I also deleted that video that night of, like, my top five things because it was just spinning a narrative that... I, again, I had no idea how to control that. It was it was probably a very bad move for me to delete that video um, because it makes me look like uh, I oh I, I did this. It, but I have to. I mean, guys, I'm being honest with you. It was purely coincidence, and you know, I, we have been in discussions about AP changes on this podcast, and I didn't change anything. I don't back down from the suggestions I gave in terms of AP costs. I think they are those are the ones that I stand by, and you know, for the most part, I've seen feedback that people do enjoy them. It feels a little more fresh, but yeah, it looked awful, and uh, going forward. I'm going to be a little more careful about, um, you know, who I what I say about gameplay specifically, because there is no way to please everyone with the gameplay in this game. And we're going to talk about gameplay later on today. 
um, as an aside, because Kesso has some thoughts about it that we want to get into. But when it comes to gameplay, you know, I'm always going to give my opinion. And for the most, I, I want to selfishly, guys, I want the game to be as good as possible. The better the game is, the you know, like the better my views and numbers are. So I need you guys to re- yeah. re- realize this. I have no if, if, if I say, hey, do this and it ruins the game, that isn't good. Like that is not my wife was getting texts from her friend because her friend is a big NHL guy. I'm not we don't really talk ever, but he was like, is Cam all right? Because he was seeing all he's like, you know, he's right. my dad has a buddy who like plays a lot of NHL. My dad the other day calls me. He goes, hey, uh, you know, everything OK? So I get a bad stream or something. They were saying it's like that's embarrassing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't care if you think I'm a bad creator. That's fine. I can take it right. Like I have no problem. If you have ever been in my channel, my one of my favorite things to do is absolutely demolish trolls. Like, it is enjoyable. But it, I did the worst thing I could do, and I read it all, man. And it was, dude, it was heavy. Like, it was, I, um, it was after, heavy. After a couple of days, um, so that happened on Wednesday night. I was in class. Um, so then, like, I think after class, I don't have my phone out in class. I try to be respectful to the professor, Attaboy. you know. And um, I ended up reading some of it in the car, and then I got home. I was reading it. Then the next night, it was like a good 24 to 48 hours oh, of like nonstop bashing. So it was like Friday night. I go to my wife. I'm like, listen, my phone's in my room. Don't let me grab my phone. I don't want to look at that thing for like at least until tomorrow because it was just nonstop negativity. It was just super unhealthy, It wasn't even man. direct. You know, it wasn't directed at me really. But like, uh, you know, you see a friend going through that. It's like annoying. And then I get angry because I'm like I'm reading things and some guys like these game changers just want to ruin the game. And they, all they do is they're bootlickers, the EA, which is the and it's like you're reading so many false things. Yeah. That, you know, like I mean, I'm thinking like no reasonable person could listen to me or listen to you and think these things. But like five people say it on Reddit, then like 10 people read that and they assume it's that, you know, true. And then another 20 and then 40. And it's just it's just like, you know, it's nonstop. And they're so wrong. That's the thing. That's, that's the thing. That's what kills me. It's is so it, wrong. Yeah. It's like I, I just don't understand how they could have that opinion. Right. It, it's they're just a, looking to direct their anger. Exactly. Really, that's what it is. Exactly. So it, it was pretty tough. I'm not going to lie. But I sat there and took it. You know, I, I didn't ask for anyone's pity. I, the amount of people that reached out to me, though. Like that, that made me humbled because I, I maybe didn't think I had this biggest spotlight as I had. My community was unbelievable. The, uh, the amount of DMs I got from, uh, you know, all sorts of people, which is wild. Um, so if you guys DM me and I didn't reply to you, I saw it. I apologize. But yeah, it was a, it was a heavy couple days, man. I'd never been through anything like that. And, uh, you know, I don't want to go through anything like that again. And uh, I have a really bad sour taste with EA, obviously. I mean, I got messages from devs <laughs> being like, dude, we're like this. Sorry, man. Like, because it was like there was no separation between ea and me like it was me and ea like you know what i mean like it it was it was wild but nonetheless the other one last thing um because the other thing that was kind of spawning this i have total control for ea is that all the sharks all these sharks master set players (laughs) because uh we had gotten burns and carlson right in in style icons and i went i lost my mind because again not many people are sharks fans i just recorded a podcast for the sharks event so that's why i'm in my you know my my uh my jersey but uh we have gotten as a sharks fan to all my all all six sharks fans out there listening to this um we have gotten burns and carlson three straight years and it was just like i i don't i know we're not going to get very many because the team is going through a bad spot so it was like man like come on i want to use some of my guys and then we get damn boyle which was like oh cool and then we get hurdle and it's like 
like it it looks awful and you see like the like the coincidences just lining up it's like dude he says that he wants more sharks and he gets one every single event and now i have no now i have the impression that i anything i say ea will do and it's just not the case and uh i the last thing i and the thing i wanted to say about these master items is that they are chosen months in advance guys well i think you can see it with these ones too right yeah um like these uh, was the event the, the moments, moments right it, it made sense yeah they were non-meta players. The artwork was good. This is something that was clearly done three to six months in advance. Yeah, and it, it just lined up that, like, this, this happens to be I'm bitching about something, and it just lined up. And, you know, so for anyone that I pissed off about free-to-play, I understand. Like, it sucks. EA does not communicate anything um, when they're going to change anything. It's like they're, they're like, ah, they won't really care. You know, and, and that's unfortunate because there has been a lot of that and something that I'm going to try and hold them accountable for for my time as a game changer if I don't end up getting kicked or something is uh, is making them actually communicate because I think it's absolute piss poor. Um, and I obviously have a reason to be upset now, especially with EA, because I mean, it was it was almost 48 hours and I just did, got demolished by something they did. Um, and, you know, but again, I wanted the spotlight, so I don't want anyone's pity. I just I need to explain that. And now it's time to move on because we're over that. You know, I think, you know what? It's time to move on to. We have to discuss the AP changes though, from, a, so from the podcast standpoint. Right. So let's talk about those some more. Yeah, all right. Um, so let's. Okay, yeah. Do you think uh, so when they happened, I was going through my team and it was the first time in months that it felt like I got to make some decisions. Like it was kind of fun. Like a little bit. Yeah, I, I liked it just because um, whenever the update went in, I checked my team like later that night and I saw a lot of people were tweeting like I have like 71 out of 45 AP. Mine was actually under because I wasn't using shutdown and I wasn't using like whatever else increased. So I'm like, oh, I have some extra points now. This is great. Um, it's made me try some that I've typically haven't before. Okay. Uh, close quarters is one of those. Um have you used that one yet since am, the uh, update? I have been starting to. So um, I, I started using it oh, on the new Patrick Kane. Um, also want to bring up something else about an event. So I hope I'm going to write it down right now so I remember it. Um, but um, yeah, like I think that now when it comes to shutdown, it's funny because shutdown was clearly overpowered and it still is. And don't get me wrong. Um, but now it costing six obviously makes it a lot more difficult to do it on every single defenseman. But the thing is, you can put it on all six of your defensemen, but you're not going to get the offense boost as well, which was the problem, right? So now you've got to make some decisions because you can't just have all six of your defensemen, and you shouldn't. Um, so I, I tried it without it, and if you have Burns and Hedman, man, like a lot of the people were like, oh, I wouldn't have made Burns. And it's like, he's a six foot five defenseman with like 90 speed and 91 acceleration just because he doesn't have shutdown yeah. does not take away from the fact that he's a dominant player in hockey well, yeah there were people in my discord it was like yeah i made this guy he's completely useless now 94 overall card like, 99 stick checking 99 defensive awareness good abilities it's it, not it's just four extra points yeah and, and like but again i understand the people i think that were the most upset weren't the completely free to play but the ones where you have a god squad and you're free to play because those guys mm -hmm. have to grind a lot and i give total props because a i don't know how you play the game that much um you know but props to you but second you put in so much more time and no money that you've and i can understand that that i can understand so if you had a four a top four of Hedman burns uh carlo and bowmeister i can understand you being a little pissed off you're free to play because now you've bowmeister and carlo specifically it, they lose a little bit of that value because you know with without shutdown they're slower right 
but you know like headman and burns are still headman and burns bro like yeah yeah they're, they're still, still six foot five six foot six like nothing changes still great cards and then the goaltending yeah. thing man uh, like i again i think this is going to bring into the gameplay discussion so maybe yeah because there is a lot in there yeah, let's, let's, save, let's that. save that save that uh any let's other save this th- yeah what's that so snipe uh, dude i don't think they do anything so, I don't okay. think a lot of these do this anything. Ties, can we do the gameplay discussion right now? Yeah, let's this, okay, then? let's do it. Let's okay, do it. okay. So I've I've been playing right. I played Hut Champs this weekend. I've I've tried out the new AP cost. I've tried a lot of these abilities. I don't think most of them do anything. I tried Snipe, right? Silver, it wasn't the gold ability. I don't notice a difference. Um the goaltending abilities are obviously there is a difference, right? Post to post cost eight. We know the, that there's an extra two to three saves a game from there that is, ability. There, before you go any further, um, there is a difference between some of the abilities that have specific animations tied to them and then yeah. the ones that are supposed to just influence the stats of them. Those are the ones that you can't really tell. Like, So, for example, what you were talking about, like post to post, the goaltender will literally ram up against the post. Like, that is one you can visually see. Shock and awe, same thing. It's a laser beam. And then truculence, you break people in half, and they're out of the yes. play. So I just wanted to talk about that, because those ones you can see, and it causes you know the game to physically be different. So uh, carry on about the other ones, though, because the ones that yeah, are yeah. So like Yeah, so there's, there's those ones, right, that are animation-based. But then there's, like, Quick Draw, too, which is clearly it gives you just a way better chance of winning the faceoff, especially if you tie up. So... Yeah. That's an ability that I think has an impact on the game. But then there's so many, like, make it snappy, I don't think does much. Um, even wheels, I know a lot of people use that. I don't notice I it, don't, I don't think it's worth the cost. So, like, I've been trying to, like, trying out all the abilities, see which ones I actually think have an impact that are worth using, and then just skipping everything else. Like, I stopped using shutdown. Um, even the defensive ones, like the defensive shooting ones. Like, I was, I have a video out there that's one of my biggest videos with like the 1T and seeing eye. I think it's great, but I don't know if it's worth like the eight to nine points to one, activate it. So, 1T is on all of my defensemen pretty much. It is. I've been going back and forth on that. I like, so there is something about, so man, this is so difficult to talk about given just what happened. Because if the game actually changes and anything that I say right now ends up being in the game or changed, then I'm absolutely screwed. So I I think there's a difference between that and uh, we've always been pretty transparent. Like, so the same feedback I give on my stream, and I'm sure the same thing, the same thing you say on your stream is what I tell the developers. I never do like one or the other, you know? No, you're right. So if it gets in the game, that's good in my opinion. Uh, but like, yeah, I get how it looks. Right. Let me let me ask you. So viewers, guys, if you're listening to this, if you're watching this on, on my YouTube channel in the comments section, if you have NHL 19 or 21 and 19 <laughs> last time, the game was good. No, no, no. Uh, if you have <laughs> NHL 21 installed, I want you to go and I want you to look at your goaltender save percentage. And I brought this up on Twitter because you and me were talking about this. The game is just extremely low scoring. And a lot of people don't hate that. And I'm not saying I hate that, but I'm at a point now where in a video game, I want goals, whether it's against me or I score. I think it's just more exciting in a video game. I, don't get me wrong. A 2-1 great defensive battle where like the guys are just absolutely killing themselves to get any opportunities. I understand that. But it's every game now because it has never been easier to play defense and utilize these goaltender abilities and it's leading to a very boring game like it is just not yes there is no creativity that you can do with one-on-one dekes really and utilize those to create time and space in the game 
And so it is all based on you understanding the strategies and making quick passes and whatnot, which is fine and awesome. The problem is there's only three strategies in the entire game since NHL 04. So it is, we're very limited in that. So, you know, it's, it's just difficult. Like, you know, I, and again, this is, we're, we could talk about this for like hours, but yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So like, no, so that, so my issues with the gameplay, right. And uh, give me a second here. Cause I do want to bring something up. Cause like, I, I like to be transparent on this the same way, you know, if I was on my stream. So I sent this to a developer. Um, some of my issues with gameplay in NHL 22, I broke it down into four parts. Um, I was trying to come up with five. But uh, there's there's a lot of like small issues in the game, but I think these are like my four main ones. Right? I got asked on so, this as well. Okay, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I wonder, I wonder, you know, what similarities we have. Actually, so I have passing as one of them. Okay, hang on one second. Um, Actually, this is a great uh, this is a great conversation because I forgot we. So again, to be transparent, we got asked the five you know five things that you know are are you know we, we would consider an issue in the gameplay. Uh, so my uh my number in, in no order so i'm just gonna yeah. name, so you had passing i had passing as well yeah so i so getting into the passing right so i don't mind the change in nhl 22 to the more i guess uh skill-based passing where it can you can miss a pass right if you don't aim it correctly uh my issue is the pass is getting locked onto the wrong player uh two players being in the same line of direction as a passer but it goes to the far player instead of the guy in the middle right passing to the blue line um, your defenseman either just doesn't read the pass I, and it goes past them, or it's just the it's weird. Even if you aim it almost perfectly. So there, b- before you go into that, I have a theory on that. If you make a backwards pass, like literally backwards, there is no tracking whatsoever, meaning that it does not track the pass at all or the player at all. You're passing back to, and what ends up happening is if you do not aim it precisely, it is out of the zone. And I don't know how yeah. many goals I've had where I've ended up having to defend and it ends up in my net, not like a breakaway, but I mean, that's happened too. But how many times you've got guys, let us know again in the comment section. Maybe you guys are seeing something different again. Like I'm not saying our, what, what is, is end all be all, but that was, I, I was noticing that with passing is that whenever you go backwards, it is just completely no tracking at all. And it, it makes it very difficult. Well, that's why you see, like, if you watch like somebody like Gren play, there's a lot of like just the tapping the sauce button instead of passing it. And, um, that seems to work a little bit just because you don't have that like charge pass or the regular pass speed and you just have the saucer pass. But I hate having to do workarounds in the game for something that should work automatically. Um, my next one, and I, I, I'm assuming you might have this, is the stick physics. Um, the game feels extremely clunky, especially when players are close together. Often you will lose the puck or miss a pickup just because the players are close together. I think this is something to do with the stick physics. Yes. Yeah. So I am sick, absolutely sick of, I don't mind, uh, the addition of it similar to the passing where, uh, if it worked good, um, but you have like sticks getting caught on a guy and then instead of him just putting his stick back down when there's no obstruction, he skates with it behind him and you can't pick it up and it leads to a goal. It happens so many times during a game. Uh, and it's just, dude, it, it's ugly hockey. It's just ugly hockey all around. I, I think another thing, I had a, I had one today. And if you were watching my stream, you know exactly what it was. I am not kidding. It I wasn't. Was in, it was in overtime. Okay. And it was a game I should have won. Another one where it's like 1-1. One, one, I have dominating shots time on attack, but it's 1-1. One, one, and uh, my guy, our two guys are just going for this puck. Bro, there was five attempts to pick it up with their skate. And the first where, one... By, where was the puck? 
uh, uh like any in our feet kind of we were both okay. going for it like no we're on the ice though oh in my zone okay in the defensive zone like so it was right beside my net and yes my first the my the first animation my guy instead of picking up with a stick he tries to kick it to himself and he kicks it up in the air like a soccer ball and then it was literally four different swipes with their skate to pick up this puck by myself and the opponent until the opponent finally got a sweep with their with their with their skate to get it to their stick and he just walked in front of my net and scored i i was like i was just baffled because it is it's so clunky when you're when you're near each other it's like the stick and physics was an awesome addition to the game. I think that it added a lot of opportunity to, to make the game a little bit more realistic. But yeah, they're clearly in its infancy because it, it when it hits something, it like just there's no ability for it to actually get to the puck. I don't know, man. It, it's wild. It feels like this game feels like a beta at times with some of these things. Um, so the next one I had was goalies. Uh, and this might be, I guess, divisive. I'm not sure. I think goalies are too good in NHL 22. Um, you have the added abilities, but not just that, uh, they fix some things, right? So like prior years, literally back to like NHL 08, the short side snipe, right? Like you skate in, cut to the middle, shoot glove side. That usually worked. Now it's like they save nearly everything. And there's, even if it's a good shot in the slot, there's like no clean snipes with like 95 plus shooting power. Um, a lot of cross crease saves where it's like not only and my next thing was defense right so not only is defense easier to play goalies just make way more saves now so it's harder to get these nice scoring chances this year because the passing's worse defense is easier stick physics just aren't good then the goalies make the miraculous saves whenever you actually do make a good play that isn't broken up by the gameplay uh, I mean, 100% agree with there. I don't have goaltenders on my list. Um, I'm curious to see what one I do have that you don't. Um, but it is, it's funny because I've said this a number of times that it this is the year that mimics the real thing more than any other NHL game we've had. It is sim-based. It feels the most like real hockey that we've had. And it's funny, it, point shots don't go, like I watched Junior Pens score three point shots in a game, but he took 40 shots. Yeah. And when you think about it in the real game, how many D to D one timers go in? Like there just isn't very many. And part of me, there's thinks, not a lot and a lot missed the net. A, like it, it feels like to me that and it, the problem with D to D one timers. And I know a lot of people will complain about like, oh, you just want to score D to D one timers. Like, here's the thing. If everyone is using collapsing protect net, then you only have one or two options. One's go behind the net and get them to chase you. Or you take the space available to you at the point. And if D to D one timers are completely useless, which they are, like let's be real here, I think that is one of the most evident um, goals that is no longer an option that we would have seen a ton more of in the prior game. And the reason why I bring up, I forgot to mention this before, my Twitter poll, fifteen hundred votes. Why I asked you guys to go check your old goaltender save percentage, because this year. 60% of that vote, over 1,500 people, had an over 80 save percentage. And why that is huge is because I would say 5% of the player base had an over 80 save percentage in NHL 21. And the only thing that has changed, or like all of the changes, have been on the defensive side of the game, right? Like yeah. this year, NHL 22 implemented turning on the pass intercepts back on, which I think was a good thing. I think 21 was a mess with that. Like that was a joke. The goaltender abilities all and the defensive abilities are very, very good. Like, and, and then defense... You know, just not the ability to score is just much more difficult, right? So 
it, it adds to a lot less goals and you know I, I think that leads to a less exciting gameplay but what was yeah uh, well that was my that was my last so defense was my last one right i said that's too easy um I'm, I'm fine with the buff to interceptions right like the intercept model last year was turned off that's one that worked in my favor so i preferred it off but i'm fine with it being on for the game it makes for a better game i think it does yes um but poke checking's automatic still it's it's the anybody can click in r1 and poke check you right then there's the poke checks from behind there's no there's no speed differential so it's like i use that 91 acceleration burns i have no problem catching up to mcdavid i have no problem catching up to anybody with 98 speed right because he has a long reach but they don't burn anybody like the forwards don't burn defensemen for bad positioning so like defense it's all these because it's so easy it's these two to one three two games every single game and that's regardless of skill level too so like yeah dude okay prior prior years i was somebody that like even last year i probably averaged like one to one and a half goals against this year i'm averaging like like a little over one goals against per game but like my goals four went down by like two yeah man like it's wild unless i unless i play like i think there's a i don't know if this is the four consoles man so there's less people on each console so like but it feels like the majority of like the the division two and three and even a lot of the division like the lower division one guys are just like not here like it's like either you're playing someone who is exceptional like can challenge for a club championship in gwc or it's like you know you're getting matchmaker glitched where it's like uh, a mess and those are so boring and i hate that it's in the game because like like there was a time today, like after work, I was like, I want to get on and like play one game uh, to try something out. And it's like, cause it was my first game. I played against somebody with like a 90 overall, like offense, you know? So like his team's bad and that's just not fun. Like I want to play against somebody good, but uh, like all these changes too, everybody only plays the meta way. Right. So behind the net, everybody goes for the same three goals and it's, it doesn't lead to a fun experience online to me. Um, you so can't something- deke one-on-one. Like you can't, you can't think one on one. Well, here's the thing. Whenever Madden got realistic, and I'm saying that like I guess in jest, just because yeah. the game still sucks. Um, it back on like the old gen, like PS2, even PS3 days, there was some variety in like play calling because like a lot of different things worked. Now in Madden, there's like three types of offenses that maybe work, but everybody does the same thing online because the game just kept getting dumbed down to this one thing that only works. And now I feel like we're seeing that with NHL um i don't know just a thought they added in a lot of things that make the make it look like the product that is on tv and while that's awesome for a lot of a lot of people will like that and i respect the people that like that because i i understand that i think i just like more arcadey style of the game like a little bit like there's no excitement because you cannot do deeks that lead to a lot of uh, one and i know we'll get a ton of comments like oh i deke all the time it's like i want to see you deke against you know gren or someone good that is not like you know maybe division seven or something because other than badge i really don't know anyone that relies on 1v1 deeks in this game and you know i'm not talking about the half spins i'm talking like literal deking um there just isn't very many and i want to mention po checking uh uh, shout out to eki because he has been on this since the launch of the game i am done with po checks from behind man if if next year you're allowed to po-check from behind, and it is not an instant trip. I don't care where the stick goes if it doesn't touch the skates. It needs to be a penalty in this video game because the incidental contact that it causes is absurd. 
Like it is, dude. It, it replicates the dead puck era of the NHL so perfectly, right? Yeah. Penalties aren't called. You just mug players basically with uh, instead of cross checks, it's just you know poke checking, and it's you know three to five goals per game. It's the dead puck era of NHL twenty two. And let us know if you disagree, guys. Like again, these are just our personal feedback. They ask for ours, right? And when it comes to gameplay, it's very subjective. But I mean, you, we didn't even know that we we had done this. So live, we're literally reading. That our, is kind of funny, right? Yeah, and our five so, are very similar. So, you know, you did mention, like, if, if people disagree, like, I did tweet that out earlier, like, the NHL is, like, the dead puck era for this video game. And a couple of people did respond, like, you know, I'm, gl- I'm glad, like, you have to work hard for your goals. And in my opinion, it's just artificially harder. Like, it's only harder because these other things are automatic and the game's uglier just to be uglier. Like, I'm still doing the same things for the goals that I did in the past 12 NHLs. The only difference is due to randomness, sometimes the goals don't go in. Nope, exactly. And uh, just to highlight some of the other things, because we had some discrepancies in that um, player switching is in its worst state it's ever been. Um, yeah, I think I, honest to God, I think that might be why I'm this is the worst year for me. Like I have struggled with it. It's delayed. This. Do you ever get delays too? Yeah. like even yep. if you're aiming correctly at a player? Yeah, like, um, it'll go to everybody but that guy. Exactly. And it, I think that it needs when it comes to controllers, very little we can change. Like they're at uh, kind of the peak with what they can do in terms of what what we can do with the controller. But I think we need to go to a spot. You had mentioned this on uh, in a call. Me and you were just talking earlier today. Holding down R2 on offense brings up all four buttons that you can then choose. Nope, and this is what it will be. This is what it will be. EA Sports, please implement this. If this is one thing that we can wave our magic wand, if you have the puck, you hold in R2, right? It'll bring up L1 and R1. You could switch to the left winger or the right winger with L1 and R1. Triangle will always be the center. Square will always be the left defense. And circle will always be the right defense if you're holding in R2, right? I think that's perfect. I don't, in my mind, I can't see any issues with it. So if people have, if people are like, oh, what, you know, this or this. Only issue is if you're holding an R2, you can't, you know, change your change your lines, right? But that's it. So only whenever you're holding an R2, it brings up those icons. You automatically I, switch to those players. I think more importantly is if you hold down R2 without the puck and it brings up the players you can select. I think that'd that, be great too. Like, yeah, on the rush. Like, could you imagine? Like, you'd be able to defend the rush actually the way you and, want to. And it would be the same buttons all the time, right? Yeah. So as, as long as you know, like, if you have like McDavid on the right wing, you know, like, no matter what, if I see McDavid on the ice and I want him, hold an R two, press circle. There's McDavid. I have him, and it'd be so great. It would add it would add a skill gap to the it game. It would right? add a skill gap. Not only that, you can just finally select who you want instead of flicking the right stick and getting you know the guy selling peanuts in row F. Like <laughs> it's oh, it's awful. My oh, I'm, oh. it, dude. My last thing was lack of strategies. Um, we we need some new strategies. Like uh, yeah, I, I didn't consider that under the gameplay, but I guess it is. Yeah, like it it, is. It, it's just very bland. I don't think we need custom plays because I think that that would break the game. I would love it if we could do that, but there's no way that I would trust EA to release custom plays because three three weeks into the game there would be a play that no one can stop, and that's because it messes all, with the AI. And that yeah. would be the entire game. Every game you would play, it would be the same thing over and over again. And I wouldn't trust them to make a patch to actually fix it. So um, those were yeah, those were the five things in gameplay that like I I just see in terms of like the problems that I'm having with it. And I'm glad that ours were pretty similar. Okay, that's kind of funny because, again, we had no idea we were going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk about how content because there was quite yeah, a bit. So there was quite a bit. So we'll start with Fridays, right? Okay, I'll start with Friday. So we had three new MSPs come out. We usually rank four, our MSPs. Four. four. We had four? Yeah. 
Bro, we had four. <laughs> Sounds so bad at this. We had four. Wait, wait, wait. I haven't pulled up. No, we had three new ones. And four, brother. We had the Sedins and Subban. Who was the other one? Dude, Patrick Kane. It's a shocking, oh. a guy under six foot. Oh, yeah. You don't even remember. Yeah. That is, right? So we have to rank these. Uh, right? As we yeah, usually I did, do. You know what's funny? I did all eight. So in my okay. video today, uh, I did all eight. I, I forget these. We all have right, to do I'll, these four. My Okay, do these four. That's fine. All right, all so right. who uh, did you pick as number four? One through four, it's all the same, man. They're all just, they're all solid. <laughs> if you, they're all solid. They're none of them you would make if you're trying to compete in GPC. No. no. Yeah. I yeah. will say um, this. I will say this. I am done with recommending GWC-based teams and cards because that just isn't fun. So what I did was my rankings. I was like, here are the meta cards that you guys would want if you're trying to, you know, win as many games as possible. And then I did one, here are the cards that I think are the most fun. Subban looks like uh, a lot Subban's of fun. Subban's number one for yeah. the most fun. Yeah, he Yeah, because he's fun. only six foot tall, but he has like truculence, right? Gold truculence, um, which I think even with the increased cost of it going to six, is it's still a really good, uh, you know, Again, ability. It, it wipes, if you get a clean hit, it wipes them out of the play. Like they have to crawl yeah. for a second. Like it is, it is substantial. And it saps their energy too, yep. allegedly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so no, that's a good card. But like they're all... They're all good cards. That's the thing at this point. Like any MSP, I think coming out now, it's like they're not going to be slower than 90 speed most likely. They're all going to have nearly max shooting, max hands, like all that stuff. Yeah, I know one re I can give you three reasons today why they're all useless and they're all, well, they're all like, you know, they're just good, not great. Because uh, the, the team builders, bro. Yeah, so those came out today. And I'm glad we're recording on Monday night, guys. Yeah, this, this, actually, this actually helps the first time. So, all right, um awful choices in terms of the the players the chosen. players the player it names is, right if there's one there's one there's one solid that makes choice. sense yes there's one so keith primo mason raymond and uh and uh brayden coburn are your 98 overall coburn, team. here's yeah. the thing They are the most, they are going to be, well, Coburn and, and Primo are the most sought after cards basically for the rest of the game. You, you no matter what happens, they, there really isn't another center specifically that they could release that would make Keith Primo obsolete or enough of them. Yeah. Like he is what you want. If you are designing what you want in a hockey ultimate team center for nhl 22 that is it he's six foot five with 96 speed 99 everything else and like you know uh gold close quarters quick draw truculence like it's abs it's absurd and i will say this it sucks for guys that are free to play because you're never going to be able to afford these unless you listen to my videos and you were stocking and up if they've been taking the untradeable rivals rewards maybe if the you've year, been they made yeah, yeah but a holiday player i would say almost no shot Unless mm -hmm. you've been preparing. And again, kudos to you guys if you have been. But if you haven't, it, it's over a million. It will cost you over a, well over a million to make them now from scratch. So, so two things. One, Key Primo makes sense, and I'm okay with that. But again, that's like the third flyer. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't get it. Um, sure. The Brayden Coburn, like... It's if, a weird one. It's such a weird <laughs> one, right? It, it feels like to me... This was a choice because they wanted to make a card for people that didn't have Headman or like another way to get a card like Headman because Team of the Year Headman is far and away the best left-handed defenseman. Like, it, it, yeah, it, it really is. And, and now Coburn's the best one. And now Coburn is the best one. He is a set, but Headman will be eventually as he gets a 99. Yeah. But 
So part of me thinks they did that. I don't know. And, you know, I don't want to criticize EA Hawk. This is his first year doing it. And uh, some of the play, we've been pretty hard on the player choices. Some of the player choices. Mason Raymond. Like, I so, get. So, funny thing about Mason Raymond, he is an OG NHL 09 legend, okay? That card, and I think he was a Hut legend back in like the old gen days, too. Really? Because uh, the Vancouver Canucks were always like a really good team because. Yeah. The, and I always thought the game's made in Vancouver. These guys are homers. Like, Ryan Kessler could have a 20 goal year. He'd still be like a 92 overall. Yeah. Um, so, Mason Raymond, like, he always had like 94 speed. You'd always put him on the first line. Yep. So. Great choice for, you know, if you're into that. Terrible choice overall because he was, what, a third, fourth liner throughout his career? Like, it, I get that they want to represent some teams that maybe haven't gotten a lot of love. Like, does Vancouver have any master set players? Is there a Pedersen this year? There's Lindell. A, I mean, sorry, not Lindell. There's Linden. That's yeah, an there's old, the Linden. And, and Quinn Hughes at the beginning, the Halloween Quinn Hughes. Yeah, yeah, so there's two. There's two. Okay, never mind. There is two. Not like my Sharks. That Quinn Hughes wasn't really an MSP, though. That was the that one was like week. a random. It was 87. So. Yeah. Anyway, um, but it's like, it's like okay, they want to give the Vancouver Canucks one. It's like the 98, when you think about team builders, Primo, okay. There's an argument. But the other two, man, like, no. Like, no shot. Like, so Joe I think Thornton. these were completely designed with and and to your point though but like so these were designed it's like looking only at player builds i think right same like, i think they were they were like hey what cards could we release that would excite the player base in terms yeah. of hockey ultimate team not- but there's other options right so like instead of Braden Co- coburn i'm sure there's a six foot four six foot five left-handed defenseman somewhere in the alumni association i'm sure there's a fast winner like you said joe thornton i'm fine with the keith primo if that's the only center you want joe thornton would have been perfect too um but they had other options yeah it's just yeah like i you know it, it's it's tough i i hope that there is too often i would love to see the stats on this and clearly they must have them the amount of cards where it's like obviously everyone's going to use these but like the it's like the 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 fan service where they give brandstrom a card like how many sense fans were excited to get brandstrom and not shabbat it, it, like yeah. I get the process behind it too, because in the background, I know they can't, they, they want to give MSPs to cards that don't really get a lot of live series upgrades like Team of the Week and Primetime. Brandstrom's obviously not going to get a lot. So, you know, you represent the Ottawa Centers by giving you a card that's high rated that you normally wouldn't get no matter what. But I'm kind of over that. I, I want the exciting players. I'm going to use this as an example, and I can't believe I'm saying it, but Drew Doughty is a perfect MSP. He does not have a master set player. He is a perfect math, and he is just on the cusp, like on the outside. Or sorry, X Factor. Sorry, he does not have an X Factor. Yeah. Right? So non-X Factor, good player outside of it. Those are the master sets that I want to see. Shabbat was another one. Brady Kachuk is another one. Um, I don't want to see just like the random dudes. Like Yeah, but so they get into this cycle and it's just because it's like it's the way it's always been done. So I think they have to continue where it's Dowdy might not be a good example, but we have the random MSPs, but they can't give MSPs to McDavid and Drysaddle and stuff like superstars of the league because they get two upgrades every month guaranteed. They could to Nugent Hopkins. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. There's like Brandstrom, like I remember whenever that came out, I talked on stream for 10 straight minutes about how much I and I it doesn't impact me whatsoever, but I hated it just because I thought it was stupid. Yeah, because like if the cards aren't going to be unbelievable like so team of the team builders came out and the primo and cobra were like good lord like these are the cards bro if you invested and you had team builders like 294s you were like 
thank god that's a tough choice that is too, amazing you only have to pick one we'll talk about that in a second but like excuse that, me that's that was incredible but the problem is it's like if they aren't that good like on next level it's like the only way you're going to be excited is if they're good players yeah no one is excited for eric branstrom even ottawa senators fans probably aren't really excited for that eric branstrom like i you know what i mean like it's just that that's all i'm trying to get at here so the like mason raymond that's a joke like it honestly is i don't know the process behind that it's awful um there's no other way to say it um maybe the build is cool whatever that's fine but that would have been like they gave andrew cogliano one like that's you know like that that's what it's that's what it feels like so do you think though um because like you know despite the uh public perception we are pretty negative on ea throughout this uh would you say the majority of the people building the team builders don't really care about what players they are? They only care about the if they're meta or not. The players that can afford the team builders, yeah, don't care about the cards that they are for the most part. Yeah, for yeah. the most I mean, part, I, I, I don't, I don't care. You know, same, same. I, and that's unfortunate because you should like you should feel like, dude. When it was Aginla last year, Aginla was one of my. Fi- he is the reason why I'm no sleeves twelve. Like Aginla was, I was ecstatic, and yeah. It, Dude, Braden Coburn, bro. <laughs> Just hey, he blocks shots. He's good. <laughs> sick. Like, Does he have ice pack? I don't. Know. I don't know if he has ice pack. Dude, what a great ability that one is. All right, so there's team builder. Oh, so let's talk about it. So let's say you only have two. Uh, easy choice for me. It is. It is key primo, and I'll give the reason why that it's not a second thought. The only way I'm even slightly, um, even considering um braden coburn is if you do not have victor hedman that was my same exact thought but if you have victor hedman that means that braden coburn's better but that means you're putting a million dollar card on the second pairing defense and that's just absurd because no one on forward will be as good as keep primo until it's july like they're just simply because you can't you can add attributes and 99s will come out the wazoo you can't make six foot five like you just can't yep. like unless Sundin gets a 99 Kopitar those giant guys like it, it does not matter so it, it's primo but the and only, he has the perfect abilities too dude, it's for wild it. like his, bro it's, they, the, it's the best dude. it's one of the best cards they've ever released and, in a and game. they should and it should be think how hard that card is to get especially now like if you like, you know what I mean like that's over a milli and you yeah. know uh, it's it's gonna be wild for sure so um all right so the last thing uh, we want to talk about the discussion. Oh, uh, sorry. Loan cards real quick. Why did they get rid of loan cards? I don't know. And that's something I brought up when I was streaming this weekend, I think. I, um, I got, uh, I'll give you a reason why I'm bringing this up. Oh, so, okay. You have an answer. You asked the question with the answer in mind. I'll give you an example. Sorry. Uh, okay. I want to get this out. Then I want to get your full answer. I made, I wanted to try out Patrick Kane. I didn't have 600,000 coins. So I was like, okay, I'll just make them. And yeah. now when, when Team Builder came out, guess who's the first card that's got to go? Patrick yeah, Kane. You know what's funny? I went through that same exact thing. Did you want to try him for the Gold Knight uh-huh. in the 99 Accelerator? I, you know what? I was on stream this weekend. I was playing and I was like, yeah, the Patrick Kane card looks cool. I wish instead of even the loan, I was like, I wish I could pay to rent him for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. It was like 50, 50 or 100K, like whatever it is. I want to try him out to see if I if I would be interested in buying him. Dude, the only downfall to loan cards was that they didn't leave our collection. Just allow us so, to, so just allow us get, to rid get rid of them. So they can get rid of all of that, right? They don't need the loans. They don't need the, the rentals, whatever. Uh, what if in, in Hut Rush, they just had God. the active MSPs instead of... <laughs> so but this only came up because uh, Sunday night, 
I had 79 out of 80 seasonal winter collectibles. And I wanted to open up my Icon Choice Pack because I'm looking for Lemieux. And uh, 300,000 points in Hut Rush got me uh, a collectible. Oh, dude. I didn't realize I could have done the daily challenge probably or something. I was like, I'll do Hut Rush. So I draft my team, right? It's three on three arcade. Uh, every team gets Braden Holpe with gold post to post. And then I'm like, oh, I wonder what forwards we get. I got like a 77, like Tanner Pearson or something. I got the mascot at the center. And then I had like a random defenseman. So the gameplay of Hut Rush right there, I, I was like wanting to just punch my wall because like I'm using these 77 overall players and I'm going up against the goalie that's 96 overall with gold post to post. I'm thinking, how did they ever decide that this would be fun for gameplay? Like it's, I'm supposed to get it and I want to use good players in Hunt Rush. Why can't I try out the active MSP? Why is it always CH Howard's, man? Why? Why is it who? That's not fun. It's supposed to be fun. Dude, dude, I don't know why Hot Rush isn't just gimmicky. Lead Have in. you seen the meme of it, though? The Hot Rush stuff? No. There was a post on Reddit. Shout out to Reddit. Um, and also, okay, let's, I'm going to talk about Reddit for a second. <laughs> dude, the though. memes about me were great. So so on Reddit, do you remember Colin68? He used to post the daily content. Uh, okay, yes. so okay, yeah, I know, okay. I know what he did. So, yeah. Nice, nice guy. Um, but people started to like mock him or whatever because he was like very positive. So he started his own Reddit and it like has this like NH underscore Haltimate team or whatever. So and, he, <laughs> and it was like supposed to be a more fun community aimed at probably people our age or older. And uh, the devs, I think, would go and post in there more because it wasn't as yeah. toxic. Yeah. So one day somebody responded about like they were complaining about Hot Rush. And somebody says, oh, that belongs to the, the Hot Rush guy. And I was like, oh, there's a Hot Rush guy. <laughs> so now it's like, that's not my job. That's the Hot Rush guy. Like, talk to the Hot Rush guy. So apparently we have to talk to the Hot Rush guy about this. But yeah, I, I don't know what they're doing with Hot Rush. Dude, like all I want to do. It's load into Hut Rush and give me six guys that all or four five guys that all have truculence and ninety nine hitting and just do fun, yo, and let it be. All you've got to do is get fifty hits in a game, and that gives you. Oh, bo- could you bro. imagine the first to fifty hits or something? <laughs> dude, that like, would be cool. Dude, no penalties. No penalties. No penalties. Yeah. Just like, bro, that's what Hut Rush should be. It just and then like, dude, the next week could be three on three international ice. Everyone has ninety nine speed and wheels. Like, yep. why, dude? And then one week it could be like, dude, you got to use Darren Pang. Like, like, I just don't get yes. why they don't make these gimmicky events. But Hot Rush would be perfect. You could do a gimmicky one and then literally the Master Set player so we could try them out. But I was just like, man, I used to hate loan cards for the sole purpose of them not leaving my collection. If they left my collection, I wouldn't mind it. But it just got annoying they were in there. So I'm like, dude, I don't even care about loans. But now I'm like, it's going to cost me 400,000 coins to upgrade this card. So I'm like, okay, I'm just, I guess I got to do it. Now I can't stand so now i'm just like i'm literally actively about to tear down patrick kane lose half so you didn't like the card i hate division one if you are good at this game and i know the memes about me being shit hilarious because my hut champs runs include geimer and cam's elite and meso and just like i get stream sniped relentlessly and god forbid i only win 13 games because i have to play it's funny because you're a division one player right you're 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 solid at the game dude listen you're you're solid at the game but you're a perfect guy for a player like me to stream snipe. Yes, know? because you would beat me nine out of ten times. <laughs> yes, Probably yes. more than that, right? So, like, people don't see that. They just see the end result, guys. Like, they, I have if I have 400 viewers and some creature living in his basement that just 
plays this game to a point at which I respect. Like, it's just so much. You should be better than me. I do not play this game enough to be as good as those people, right? But everyone just assumes because I'm like, you know, like I have the biggest, you know, the most spotlight on me about Hut that like I'm supposed to be unbelievable. I'm not. Division one is hard to get into if you don't matchmake glitch. Like that's what blows my mind. Like it's hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like if you use Patrick Kane type cards and you're good at this game and you're in division one, he's not fun. But he, you can't cycle the puck. He, he just, yeah, because he just gets knocked off. And the you puck. can't make deeks to get around players. So there's just no point to his card. Like, there's not. Yeah. Everyone's like, yo, he has a great shot. Tell me a player that if you get a one-timer from those hash marks in this game where it isn't a great shot. (laughs) Well, dude, honestly, though, a lot of those shots never go in, and it's so frustrating. There's a lot of, like, good shots in real life. Like, if it's a one-timer from the top of the circle, not next to the net, like top of the circle or something, like, if Matthews takes that shot in real life, that's a goal. If Ovechkin takes that shot in real life, that's a goal. This game, it doesn't go in. The goalies are perfect, right? It's either the only goals that go in are cross creases, the the D to Ds where the goalies screen perfectly, a breakaway, or an ugly goal. There's no in between. It's tough. It is tough. It is. I it will, is. I, I will agree with that. All right, so yeah. let's end on this. So, NTQ... Uh, in my Discord, I think, right? Yes. Usually we do a couple questions. This one is so cool that we're we're literally just going to address this. So give me give me his his question or his uh, his thing. All right, I am pulling it up. Okay, right now. Am I still on with you? Yep. All right, perfect. I was making sure. All right, so boys, uh, I know my previous statement was long winded, uh, whatever. So he has a scenario for us that he, if we want to discuss. So in this hypothetical. NTQ has bought 2K and he's putting me in those sleeves in charge of creating a new NHL series. Tell us what this game's going to be like, what modes are in it, what player builds will you have, um, what abilities will you have. Uh, you two have basically a blank slate to do whatever you want. There's no restrictions. We know what changes you'd make to EA, but what about if you were able to start from scratch? I'd love to hear your in-depth NHL video game ideas. Okay. Okay. okay so this is way too hard to do. This would be a podcast in all itself. Do you want to just focus on HUT? Dude, I wasn't. I was going from scratch here. You ready for it? I mean, right. I had an idea here. All right, lay it on me, yo. You take the All reins right. on this one. We're gonna be here a while, boys. Uh, David Littman. I don't know what David Littman's up to these days. All okay. right. So I, I, we have the blank slate. I'm bringing on David Littman as my uh, video game producer. He, uh, he was the lead producer on NHL 07, 08, 09, 10, the glory years. Okay. So, what, immediately he's the, he's the top consultant. Uh, this might be surprising to you. I don't know if I'm having an ultimate team in the game. All right. Um, I think if I'm starting out a hockey video game from scratch, I'm only focusing on gameplay and online, online only. Um, it's going to be. You're archaic. I hate to be the bearer of bad news here. Go ahead. What? Oh, I'm archaic? It, the the reason. Okay. Never mind. Go, finish. I apologize. Okay. I'm interrupt. So, I so, so maybe, maybe a 1v1 mode. Uh, I, I think only team play. I want it basically a copy of Overwatch, um, where you hop into an online game with ranked matchmaking, uh, 6v6, um, maybe 3v3 if necessary, but like 6v6 gameplay, um, hopefully a bigger player base, and only focus on the gameplay itself, and it fun. Online matchmaking's perfect. The rank system, you know, you don't always have to find six people to play with. I think that would be the ideal Year one, this is what I'm focusing on. Why is there not 
uh, like a mat like a rank for mat like i didn't even think i, of I don't that. know and i would play sixes if that was the case if it was actually what? fun like nba 2k whenever they had their league and you had to qualify you didn't play with your four other guys you went into online ranked games and you played drop-ins dude dude why is it not like that i don't know and it, that's the that's the barrier to entry for me and playing team play online is i'm not okay. gonna play i'm not gonna play sixes at 11 o'clock at night with you know whatever dude, what, yeah dude like i can barely get one friend out of my group that has the same day off as me yeah you know what i mean like it's just not feasible you're gonna find five other people that are always online at tuesday night at 11 p.m i will okay so the one thing i want to talk about or one thing i want to say I, I like your idea of focusing on gameplay and i think the majority of the player base would because a better gameplay experience is just more fun um i think that it needs to be peer-to-peer -peer. we can agree on that peer-to-peer -peer, no, peer -peer, no, no sinking issue, and no sinking issues let's pretend we invest okay. in cybersecurity. there's no sinking or any of that okay right, right. we have we have the uh we have nasa we can put a backup here. goalie in okay yeah. um all right so i think that is extremely important i think that why i said it was archaic is if you look at mlb the show which is widely considered one of the best sports games they don't give a shit about any other mode that isn't an ultimate team mode and the reason why i think that versus is uh, dude people don't realize that i the only reason i got into hut was because i wanted to be a full-time content creator that was yeah. it i only played versus like i i didn't play hut really until nhl 19 and well 18 and like it, it's it's tough man like i don't i don't know i mean like, a hockey ultimate team is something that if done correctly could be an amazing mode like the reason why versus died was because all you have is that leaderboard tactic like that that leaderboard mm -hmm. tile and you're ranked to move up but you don't get to customize your team all of that kind of stuff like i would love it if you could customize your jersey and customize your arena in hockey ultimate team like just cosmetically in a perfect world we could draw the slant the slate clean remember the old days in angel like 15 or 16 when you could choose like the ohl barn yeah. like like dude like why was that taken out anyway i'm assuming sinking issues or some bullshit okay. like i don't know something something lame that they just don't want to acknowledge and then like in terms of hockey ultimate team i would love a lot i would love live series upgrades so like cards go up and down based on real life real life scenarios like they're you know like what would it, to be honest i would just copy mlb you would copy mlb I, I i would too but you would have to have you the, would have there'd be things that would not be able to be copied over so like events what else would you it, okay let's say you copy mlb what are you adding to it well okay so the only thing that you would have to adjust is like uh there's no comps there's no there's no hut champs in mlb so hut champ stays but it is an overall so you can only enter into that if you have your team is under 89 overall and backup okay. boy does not come into the equation so okay you have to make some decisions you can't just have stacked lineups all the way throughout so that everyone just doesn't have the same cards and the same you know whatever right um the the other thing that i would do is again so the card the base cards go up and down i don't even know if that'd be a great thing but i think it would add a little bit more complexity to the game uh, dude x factors I actually don't mind them in terms of the upgrades. Like, I think the abilities, there's too many abilities, and some of them are really useless. Uh, but what I would love is upgradable cards that you upgrade via experience by playing with them. Yeah. Like, that's how you unlock the tiers. And then what would be great is the prime times and other cards that come out. I use this as an example in a video today. Austin Matthews came out last week with a 95 prime time, okay? Um, and it had all alone, which is an awful X factor, but I'm using it as an example because he had a really awesome breakaway winning game winning goal, okay? 
what should happen is his X Factor, once you get it to 95, it has shock and awe, but you also unlock the ability to choose all alone as its golden X Factor because he earned that in the real game. That'd be another change I'd make. Draft champs I would bring back with guaranteed rewards that are awesome. Um, get rid of this garbage pack reward system that is just absolutely piss poor. Um, I want guaranteed rewards, and you know we can go on and on for there. But like, I, I think that essentially taking what MLB is and 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 making some slight adjustments to it. The collections, if you collect all the Niagara Ice Dogs, give me a team builder Petrangelo or Dougie Hamilton. Mm-hmm. You know, throughout. I don't know why modes. that's not. Yeah, I know. Why do we have bronze cards in the game? It is you know just. What else I would do sleeves. What's that? Uh, I would hire. Let's see, uh, that Jay Fresh Hockey that does all the player cards on Twitter. To I do the ratings? Him, uh, uh, possibly the ratings. I'd pay him 40 to 50K a year as consultant, you know? Um, and like you mentioned with the live cards, right? Whatever algorithm he can get based off the prior week's stats for the advanced stats, right? So if like P.K. Subban's zone entry is like 100%, you know, compared to his competition for the prior week. Maybe his passing and maybe, you know, whatever else goes up to like 98, you he know, gets for that send week. It. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that, right? Like he can he can have that just automatically roll into the game based off their real-life performance. Maybe if, maybe uh, somebody's finishing is like a 14% relative to the league, so their accuracy goes down by 5 to 10 points for the week. Stuff that's live that ties back to the real NHL. I, I think that would be great. I'd want a shootout mode with the players on my team that has a guarantee reward where if you win 100 shootout games, you get a... Uh, 90 or an 89 overall Merrick Malik or something like that. UC Jokinen, something like yeah. that. That makes sense. UC uh, Jokinen, great yeah. Pittsburgh Penguin right mm-hmm. there. Also unbelievable, uh, you know, in terms of the, of the shootout, like that should be in the game. Um, moments. I want player locked moments. So a master set comes out, Braden Holpe. Okay. You get his 86 overall card. All right. You you get it by buying it. That's expensive. You get his 86 overall card. That gets you in. You by by just playing with him online, you get more points based on you know, the saves that he makes. Okay, if he makes a lot of saves, he gets more points, right? But you get a big chunk by doing his three or four moments. And how you do his moments is you have to play as Brain Holpe in that challenge, goalie locked. That'd be amazing, dude. Tomash Hurdle, you're t- you've scored three goals in a game. Score between the legs goal over Marty Baron go your player locked yeah. to so much hurdle go and do it like ah like why is that not that would that uh, not be i never thought about having those because they used to they used to have those nhl moments right i don't know if it was player locked back in the day it, it wasn't but no. there's there, yeah but there's so many great like players that you can do like career moments for like there should be like something to add in you know to to make it feel more rewarding about that player specifically like why is dude i didn't even look why is it Benajad's moment I don't I don't remember it. Um, he had five goals that one game, I think. So okay, I assume it. it's that one. I, I Maybe that's it. I don't know. Like, right. Because I'm not a Ranger fan. I don't watch a lot of Zabinijad. Yeah. Right. But like Hurdle, I know. And I remember. And a lot of the community or a lot of the NHL or hockey community remembers that. So like, just do that in the game and you get 10,000 experience, which is like a full tier. Yeah. To give you some. And I'm assuming the experience would be would be tiered Relative. to where it's like you own you you earn more if it's like a hot champs game you earn a little bit less if it's a rivals game less if it's offline depending on the skill level you're playing against so if you want to grind 
uh, squad battles on rookie mode and get 100 goals. It's going to be like that episode of South Park, uh, the World of Warcraft one. Kill, yeah, where wolves? they're killing the, the yeah. warthogs. The warthogs, I don't remember, yeah. yeah. I forget, but yeah, it'd be like that, right? You got to play it a bunch, but yeah, Dude. It, it's they're so against. Sorry, Henry's like winking in here. Um, they're so against giving players free things, and I don't know why they just don't try something. I they they do not want to give free things. I the other thing I was thinking of in terms of moments or XP. Imagine you got a one point five XP boost if you used real their real line mates in real life. That'd be pretty cool. Like I mean, all these so all these things were. It's like it never happened. I know it makes uh, me sad. Like that just yeah, makes me sad. Is. I'm now sad. Yeah. So hopefully this. Uh, who is it again? NTQ. Yeah. I hope he comes into a billion dollars. Yeah, dude. We'll make you a banger hockey game, bro. Let me tell you. Yeah. But uh, all right, guys. We uh we covered a broad range of topics there. I mean, I bitched about my Henry. week. Um, you know, we talked about gameplay being piss poor. We talked about uh, you know the the team builders and and all of that. So guys uh that's gonna do it for uh this week's episode of coffee and shell i appreciate you guys hanging out with us uh Kesso, any final words or are we good dude uh work sucks right now that's all i gotta say man it's been so busy <laughs> i worked on sunday i worked today till like 5 30 i'm tired man it's too much it's too much bro same <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you work seven days a week right yeah and i have to play this game Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> all right guys thank you guys for watching or listening We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big